unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. If you fill your mind with positivity rather than negativity, rather than the depression, the anxiety, think positive. Think like a millionaire. Think yeah. like a, a, a prophet. You know, Think yeah. like somebody that you admire. And if you're feeling sad, put on your favorite song. Go to the gym. If you're spiritually, mentally, and physically strong, that's what the military teaches, then you will be okay. Hey guys, today we have a super cool guest. Emphasis on cool. Yes, he walked in, you, and I was just like, "Oh, the denim!" I just, I, I, I <laughs> love denim. I'm like in love with denim, so that was great. Um, yeah, so this is Ryan Stream. He's a motivational speaker, uh, musician. He was uh, like ex-military. Yeah, ex-military now. Yeah. Yep, two combat tours um, Afghanistan. So like crazy, awesome guy. So we're gonna like just talk about your story. Yeah, right? please. Let's we're just see. gonna see. But I think what what was really gonna be cool about this episode is you guys are gonna realize that like change happens. Change is possible. Always possible. Um, because if if you like you were just telling he's telling us like where he's at now, and I'm like, in a good place. Yeah, and I'm like that's the dream. That's where everyone it wants is to the be. Dream. Yes. You know. But but then you were talking about like like where you started. So like. First of all, you were an orphan? Is that I was like, adopted, yeah. Adopted. So we were with our dad the whole time, so I'll briefly just tell yeah, the story. Yeah, yeah, so. explain that. You know, my parents, like a lot of yours, especially those of you that are having challenges, we all have obstacles, right? Whether we have a good life or a bad life, we still have obstacles. My parents had a lot of obstacles. My mom had a very challenging life, both of her parents dying by the age of 11, 12, taking advantage of rapes twice by that age. She spun out of control. My mom and my dad, they just lived a wild life. And uh, because they didn't get help that they needed, it reflected on us. So sure, just like yeah. all of us know, Justin, if, if you make bad choices and you don't get help and you don't change, it doesn't only affect you, it affects everybody around you. Right. And my parents, they loved us. But because of those choices and the decisions that they made as they got older, it led us to adoption, then to addictions. My mother passing away after she died from suicide, and then me and my brothers being separated in foster care, and then brought back together by an LDS family Whoa. and adopted. And we were raised in a family of 11 kids. Oh and, uh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, no, what, go ahead. What age were you then? Were you when you were adopted? How old I remember were you? I, it was my sixth birthday. I remember Crazy. it was around my sixth okay. birthday because I got one of the best gifts ever, man. Uh, you know, we were we were poor, man. We, yeah. we slept some nights in a homeless shelter. I remember my brothers and I sneaking down the stairs at the homeless shelter and looking behind the the little walls, making sure nobody could see us as we would steal food from the kitchen. Oh man! And then at crazy. a homeless shelter, you can't just hang out at the homeless shelter. No, you would yeah. you would be walking around. So we'd walk around Helper, Utah. There used to be a homeless shelter in Carbon County years ago. And uh, we used to walk around, and I remember some old people giving me a box of raisins, man. And Weird. Yeah, dude. Just That's, like, of, unreal. Yeah, like, they can yeah. read about this stuff. Well, and when like, you're young, you don't really understand what you're going through. It's yeah. when you get older, and you look at your little kids, and you're like, holy cow, when I was your <laughs> age, you know, when I was your yeah. age, you know, we saw some things that, as a child, you know, the most important stages of life is, you know, they used to say it was one through six. Now I've read it's one through eight, and that one through eight, you know, six years right. old, the question you asked is when I got adopted, I was around six years old and I was brown and my family's white. And I remember going in the bathtub and I remember scrubbing my skin until it was red. Man, oh man, I even heard after. I was hoping that there was white underneath my skin. 
And I remember one of the best gifts that I was given. And my parents loved us. I don't want to take that away. Sure. Well, of course. But, like, you can't. But you can't deny that. You don't just wake up in a homeless shelter. You don't just wake up in foster care. Right? Uh, There were certain things that led us to that. But one of the best gifts I was ever given was a pair of light-up shoes, man. (laughs) And, uh, you know, on some of the... I speak all over the world. I've been able to uh, have my music on, you know, some of the radio stations here to Apple, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, my newest song, I Wonder, uh, was actually, they have an LDS Musics Award. Yeah. I didn't know they did. It just got submitted. So hopefully Dude, that's awesome. I yeah. Wonder. It was about a kid that he, it's a true story. Yeah. He uh, came home from school and he told his dad, I will never take drugs, dad. I will never. A couple years later, he was using drugs and he overdosed and it was his parents. His friends dropped his body off, abandoned him. And it was his parents who tried to revive their own son. So we shot a music video out at the Salt Flats, and I had a white tuxedo on, a professional motocross guy doing a backflip over a chrome piano. And the whole video is like, Dad, I'm in heaven. Like, don't worry about me. And then at the end, it has Jesus Christ in the video walking towards the kid and hugging him. So um, we kind of got off track there. I'm excited about this kind of stuff. And, you know, really the thing is, is I got adopted when I was young. I struggled through life, but I was also good through life. I was raised by a good family. The LDS religion was very strong. And my parents, they were kind of a little bit strict. It's my way or sure, no way. Well, you, know? you got to love the kids. There's a, you've got to be. Yeah. So when you got to be like your teenager, right? Uh, like everybody's a little rebellious. Yeah. Um, but then went around like 18. Um, yeah. What, yeah so, what happened there? So when I was 17 years old, I joined the military. Like I was the kid in school. I didn't get very good grades. You know, we'd celebrate when I'd get a C. C plus. Oh no, it can't be. C plus? Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, and I went from homecoming king, one of the honor graduates in the military. I joined when I was 17. Uh-huh. I was at the time the fastest kid in my battalion and I got promoted on the spot. I started working Whoa. in the coal mines at 18 years old uh, with that bonus, with the money that I got from basic training. I ended up making $25 an hour at 18 years that's old. And that was crazy. like yeah, 13 yeah, years ago. Great. Yeah. So I was just spending my money and my parents, they tried to tell me what to do. And uh, to make the story short, yeah, I didn't listen to my my parents. I didn't listen to my teachers. I ended up going against everything the church stood for, everything that my parents taught me. Uh, It came to the point, I remember I I was addicted to drugs. I was breaking into apartments to sleep, uh, you know, getting kicked out of different places where I, I didn't belong. I wasn't paying rent. I was sleeping on my friend's couches, man. It was, it was dark, man. It was, I've been pulled over with drugs. Uh, the bank was looking for my car. I was sued. Um, and it really got to the point, man. I, you know, had, the, you know, got the tattoos, the earrings. And I remember just ripping the earrings out of my ears and falling to my knees. And I'm just like, Lord, please. Like, my friends were dying. My friends were going to jail, you know. And uh, and it got to a place where even the friends that I would hang out with, they didn't know that I was using drugs by myself. And yeah. um, was that kind of the point where everything changed when you saw the the fruits of like the negative fruits, right? When you when you was that you know I, I think it, I think it is it? I think with anything you know yeah. when when you start to understand the negative effects of life, you could either. Uh, kind of lay down and say, oh, the poor me game. Or you could say, you want to know what? I'm going to overcome this. I'm going to get the help that I need and I'm going to overcome this. Yeah. But instead, life got a little hard. I didn't have a plan. If you don't have a plan and you're in high school right now, I'm not saying you need to know what you're going to do when you get older. But just as I'm going to go. Exactly. You know? <laughs> if you don't have, that's the fastest way to yeah. depression. If you don't have a purpose, yeah. if you don't have goals, 
you better find some goals. Right. And you better write them down. And that's what I love about the LDS church. Yeah, and when seriously. you're at this age, get ready to serve a mission. And when you're on a mission, you learn and you grow. I didn't go to an LDS mission. Right. But I had some brothers that served. And, man, they came back probably a lot more charming than they left. Right? <laughs> smooth, man. It, it smooths smooth. you out. No, it, it, yeah. All your rough edges, yeah. or at least some of them. And yeah. you learn to communicate with people. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest traits that we need. One of the biggest skills that right. in life that to better yourself. So when you, when you found that moment where you're like, I need to change. I want to turn things around. What, did you? How, how did you start that? Pro- you said you. you know, yeah. I mean, you said you prayed. You know, it but... was tough. I was almost kicked out of the military. And to make the story short, I uh, I was going around to different courts, and I said, please let me go to Afghanistan. I'm in the military. I was almost kicked out yeah. because uh, it was the, one of the biggest blessings of my life. It was my turn to take a urinalysis test, and. Had I been, had they tested right. that test, I would have been kicked out and I would have had to pay everything back. And I was about 19 years Whoa. old and they mixed up my social security number. Yeah, that never happens. And I was just like, this is it. Um, this is it. I'm done. Anyways, to make the story short, I went to war, right? And there was around 32 in my platoon soldiers. And of those 32, around 23 were blown up with a bomb. Their vehicle was hit with an IED. They did not die, but there was one in my unit that was killed. So uh, the vehicles are able to withstand a blast, but you could imagine what a bomb right. does to a vehicle and right. what it does to the soldiers in the vehicle. It was tough, man. Yeah. And I think that was a, a real experience where I would go in the RG and I would just write music. I would rap. I would sing. You know, I would, I would just, that was my therapy. Even yeah. as a kid, I started to play the piano because I... That's the best way that yeah. I could just get it out. Totally. And uh, now it's been one of my strengths. And I've been able to go all across the world, do assemblies, to open up for celebrities, for hanging out with celebrities, or just, That's so uh, cool. you know, doing amazing things. And the truth is, once you realize how powerful you are, and before I went to the studio, uh, we were taking the missionary discussions, right? Um, I was probably... was, this, was this after you got, like, so you're in the military. Yeah. So was this after your first tour yeah. or your second tour? So was this was coming? after my second tour. So okay. my first tour, I came back, got married, went on a second tour, came back. Uh, it came to the point where, man, I was lying to my wife. I was going places I should not have been. I was drink- yeah. I was going down the great and sacious building route, right? right I was right. spiding myself back in that building, and my wife was not putting up with it. And no woman good. should. Yeah, good. <laughs> and uh, my wife, she was not a member of the church. I was raised in the LDS church, but the day I turned 18, June 2nd, I just, I never went. Yeah. And it was about six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years. I don't know. Uh, it was, it was 27 possibly where okay. uh, my wife, she was going to leave me and man, I had to beg for her, please stay with me. And I'll tell you right now, everybody watching this at home, it doesn't matter if you're young or old, but if you're the woman that you love looks at you in the face and I says, I'm done, that is that is brutal, Max. It's like, no, because, no, yeah, you know, it's like we tricked the girl at first. Like, hey, I'm the great. Oh, I mean, that's all it is about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you put on totally face, tricked but, but to reach that point, because like we have all made, we've all made our wife's mad. You oh, know? absolutely. <laughs> but like to reach that point, like I cannot imagine. Yeah. And yeah. you don't want to. No, yeah. you don't want to. But uh, so we decided we started going to therapy and man, a therapy has been awesome with my prior life. You know, the adoption, the, you know, switching parents yeah, to drugs, to going to war and, uh, you know, it's it's tough, man. I've had a very challenging life, but I've realized uh, Heavenly Father's always there. And I know we were we were uh, getting ambushed uh, one time in Afghanistan. And I got my patriarchal blessing when I was a little bit younger. And I remember just saying, oh, please, Lord, please. I don't want to die right now. And, you know, the, the yeah. you know, and 
And I remember something my patriarchal blessing said. And it was funny. It was like the spirit just saying, like, you're going to live long. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Started handing up ammo to the gunner and the gunner. And, uh, you know, but it's when me and my wife were fighting and I realized, Lord, I'm ready to listen. I don't want to lose my family. I don't want to lose my, my yeah. child. So we started taking the missionary discussions and then my wife was baptized. How did she feel when you were like, let's go to church? Like, let's start. You know, before her and I, she was taking the missionary discussion. So I probably okay. grabbed her away from the iron rod and took her that way. So she already had some interest in A little it. bit and of so interest, then, yeah. yeah. But I think with, with her family being Catholic, it's it's different. Gotcha. You know, a lot yeah, of us, we no. didn't have to go through that obstacle of, right. you know, different religions possibly. Um, but we did, and we baptized her. And a couple years later, we ended up baptizing her, her, her little brother. That's and now we're awesome. taking the the uh, temple, man. We're That's gonna go to flip the temple. And we lived, you know, we were we were living in Delta, Utah, and we were driving by Payson. And uh, this was at the time, man. I was losing my job. I my I was having the PTSD. I woke up and grabbed my daughter by her hair one night. I was just mentally struggling. And I just remember going to the VA balling and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like we started doing the church discussions. Uh, I started to read books. It's very important. And then our whole life, not the next day, everything started to change, man. And from four years ago, driving past the LDS temple, say, how cool would it be to have a house right, right next to the temple? And a couple years later, our wish came true. And man, we're doing very good in That's life. So we cool. have a house so of baseball throw away from the temple. Yeah, and uh, it's funny because I think the reason why it's right out our front door is because it's kind of like a Ryan. Yeah. You need to do temple work not only for uh, the family that you're in now, but for your family that is not LDS. Yeah, and uh, you know it's it's awesome, man. We learned about I was hearing you. We learned about the plan of salvation. I know I learned that when I was young. Sure, but, but to like sit down and kind of go well especially with your wife yeah and my kids i have an eight-year-old she just got baptized and she's kissing me on the cheek and my kids the spirit is there man yeah and the way to change i think is to understand that there is somebody jesus christ who sacrificed himself for us so we're able to repent and once you realize that uh, you know, there was a man when I was changing that told me, he said, Ryan, go in that room and get on your hands and knees and pray and tell Heavenly Father everything that you have ever done wrong. And I would challenge anybody to do that because yeah. if you've never been in a room and said, Lord, I've done this and this, I can tell you everything we've done, but we'd be here till tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I mean, but that's any, and it's anybody, honestly. Anybody. You know, we've all got stuff that, yeah. like, but we got to take it to the Lord. Yeah, we're all little sinners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, the episode before this we did was talking about the Savior. Oh, this man. Is like every, every day, you know, there's stuff, but like um, the power of the sa- that the Savior has to, yeah. like, change, oh, to change us. Yeah, it's awesome. And yeah. once we understand that, and once we understand the plan and understand what we can become, that's when I woke up in the morning and said, hey, we're going to the studio. And ever since then, that's so fun. it's been though. awesome. Yeah. It's like, if I can do this after this life, I could definitely be a public speaker and a musician. That's easy. Yeah. <laughs> what our Seriously, plan is. Like and, what we're gonna... Yep. Just faith, man. And, and yeah. go. Because you, you seem really happy. Oh, yeah. yeah, the energy, you know, you had like in the spirit, yeah. like with you. Thank and you. you hear that, babe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I feel that. I don't know. <laughs> no, but I guess um, you and you you went through a lot of things that most people will never see. Right. Like like the experience. I mean, for, for example, the war. I'm never going to see that. Right. Or, or even just as a child, like I'm never going to go through that. 
And like, and I suffer with like with depression, anxiety, and I'm like on the end of it. Like I'm coming out of it, awesome. and I'm doing great. But there's a lot of people who who don't go through very many hard things in life, but they're still struggling mentally. Absolutely, you know. So yeah. like, how how do you find this joy? How do you find the happiness? Like in spite of all like the trials that you've been through. Yeah, I'm glad you asked that question because that's a great question. You know, and it's funny that you asked that question because I have a lot of people ask me that question. Yeah. First of all, we're all a lot alike. We all have feelings. We all have emotions, right? Even though we have different but similar obstacles and trials, you're going through some things that I've probably never been through. Sure, yeah. We're all fighting battles, and this life was not meant to be easy. We all experience certain things different. Yeah. But just like you, you said you're on the end of it. First yeah. of all, you had to realize, I have a problem. And when I was first coming out, I, I did. I got a lot of attention when I said, hey, I have issues. And I was starting yeah. to be a speaker, right? And I had some people in the military hit me up and they were like, wait a minute, you're a liar. You know, it's like, wait, what? Yeah. I've had some friends say, wait a minute, you know, but they didn't understand. They didn't, know they didn't, they didn't realize because yeah. I, I wasn't vocal about it. Gotcha. So I think the feel first like a lot thing, of people keep it in and like keep it secret. They keep it secret. Once you realize, hey, I have issues and it's okay to tell people, hey, I have issues. Then other people, and I promise you, other people, they'll open up to you. Yeah. Like, I have issues too, man. How have you dealt with your issues? Yeah. So first, understanding that you do have issues. Two, how are you going to overcome those? And, you know, it's kind of silly, but, man, YouTube and Google, there is so much information. It's true. That. No, yeah. You know what I mean? And if, if you want to learn about, for example, PTSD, when I was like, what is going on? I started to Google PTSD, the symptoms. How could I better... But to change anything, you have to change your mindset. Nothing will change if it does not change up here. Just like with church, yeah. right? If you're doing bad things, well, bad things are probably going to happen. If you're doing good things, bad things are still going to happen, <laughs> but more good things. Right. If you fill your mind with positivity rather than negativity, rather than the depression, the anxiety, think positive. Think like a millionaire. Think yeah. like a, a, a prophet. You know, Think yeah. like somebody that you admire. And if you're feeling sad, put on your favorite song. Go to the gym. If you're spiritually, mentally, and physically strong, that's what the military teaches, then you will be okay. That's really cool to see. Like, I, I feel the military, though it's, like, it's a very hard, rough environment, <laughs> I feel like it gave you a lot of the skills that, that you needed to come back to the church, you know, and then yeah. live it, like, yeah. faithfully. Yep. And then, I guess finish I, I so you you're doing music right I am, yeah. and in the public speaking I am. so what when did that's like well the music you said started yeah. like kind of been part of your whole yeah, life yeah yeah um and then the public speaking when mm -hmm. did you start deciding that you wanted yeah. to go like so i got i got asked oh four or five years ago to speak at delta utah and i had eight minutes to speak and i just talked about uh first of all i'd like to thank the veterans the military members of today and yesterday for fighting for our freedom yeah I know that life is hard and challenging. And then I talked five minutes on my life, but it was like a cannon. Oh, yeah. You know? what, what was it, like at an event? Like what kind of Yeah, it was, was a it? military assembly. Okay, And cool. then from there, uh, you know, it was 50 shows, 100 shows, opening up for celebrities, yeah. getting invited to banquets in uh, New York, Mexico, California, and then... It just kind of kind of blew up, man. Did you ever think that would happen? Like, was that ever something you thought that, oh, someday I want to be a public speaker, you know? Or... You know, not really. It was one of those moments where uh, you realize what your skills are. In school, I was really good at talking, right? Sure, So, sure. But you can't talk in school, <laughs> right? Uh, so I realized, man, what am I good at? What can I do? And I kind of felt like I was good at uh, speaking in front of people. 
even even when people throw rocks, throw stones at you, yeah. I could I could kind of push those yeah. off. And you got to get through that. But when you realize that Heavenly Father's behind you, and, and your li- your life may not go the way as you plan. It really it never, might never not. Will. It never yeah, does. It never will. But, but, it... but we all have skills and talents mm-hmm. and gifts that they have given us. So we need to seek out those gifts. We need to pray for, Father, what do you want me to do? And it might take you 50 different tries to figure out what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, but it's going to come to you. So find your strengths. And we're all promised that we have gifts. Yeah, so we find your gifts. Them. And real quick, a lot of people yeah. think it's about the money. It's about this and this and this. It's not. It's about serving others and making people happy. That is the true key to happiness. And, and ironically, when you find the niche wherever you belong, mm-hmm. the money kind of, I feel like it happens. Not always. You know, the, not, blessings, yeah, the blessings. Yeah, the blessings right? come. You know, like you'll be taken care of. And, and I, I've seen that in a lot of people's oh, lives. Heavenly you know? Father takes care of his own, that's for sure. And Whether he, it be with finances, health, or spiritual yeah. blessings after. And I'd it, rather have the spiritual blessings Exactly, after. always. And, and if you look for money first, you'll almost never reach the happiness. Yeah. You know, almost yep. never get to yep. that point. Air tithing. <laughs> Dude, so if people want to, if, if they want to like hear your music, um, if they want to like l- learn more about like your life and your story and stuff, where can they go? Like, So just like all of us, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, I write back 100% of the people that write me. That's impressive. Yeah. When I, when I, when I, man, uh, when I was first started, I was reaching out to a lot of artists that you guys probably know, maybe some that have been in here. And I never got a message back. Never. I promise you, I was writing hundreds. How did you get started? What did you do? And I was just kind of like, what the heck? Like, these are leaders. These are people that are up on stage saying they serve the veterans. They help people. And it's like, I'm a veteran. I'm, you know, one of the yeah, like, sons yeah. of the Heavenly Father. Like, why are you helping me? So I did. I, I, I remember just last night before I went to bed, there was 35 new messages. And I was just like, man, you know, and I was tired. I had six shows before this. And those are assemblies. So yeah, you're up there you're for exhausted. an hour and you're, you know, but I thought, man, why am I complaining? I got out of that negative mindset and I quickly said, hey, Father in heaven, thank you for my blessings. And I was just amped again. I started, hey, man, appreciate the comment, you know. And Dude, that's that's wonderful. It is. Because, like, hey, the people talking to you will feel so special. Yeah, you know? it is nice. And, yeah. you know, there's times where we get down and we get low on ourselves, but uh, without challenges, there's no growth. It's like working mm-hmm. out. If you're not running fast, if you're not lifting weights, if you're not reading yeah, books, you're not, you're not getting physically, mentally, or spiritually strong. Yeah. Right? We have to grow. We have to have those challenges. Uh, so just do know that that's going to happen. Dude, thank you so much. Yeah, this man. Been, no, this is like yeah. you said. It's kind of it's like a roller coaster, but it's just like so exciting. Like it you're is. like, like it's, and so, life is exciting. It's, yeah, it's a journey, right? We were promised that one before we left. It and, was going to be full of challenges. Um, you should check them out. Ryan Stream. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, I was like, twice as bad. <laughs> hey, I appreciate this. This is yeah. awesome. I reached out to you guys on Saints Unscripted. And I followed you. I followed you guys. Dude, and I looked through so the story. Much. Look, if you want positivity in your life, this is the right place. Here. This is the place. That's right. This is heaven on Dude. earth right here. Thanks so much for coming. I'm so glad you reached out. Hey, I'm so glad you I'm found glad. the time. Thank you for having me. Busy, busy. Hey, busy's um, a blessing. Man. Yeah, and, uh, and thanks for watching, guys. And thanks, everyone. Ryan, stream, please. Yeah, leave the comments. He'll respond. So will they. <laughs> And we'll see you later. Hey, see you guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.